Welcome to the Dadability Podcast, a podcast dedicated to the support and empowerment of all disability dads to listen, learn, and share experiences to help other dads like us. I'm Rob, the dad of an incredible five-year-old autistic son who's nonverbal and has a moderate intellectual disability. Having gone from knowing nothing to being actively involved over the last several years, it's clear there needs to be more support, education, and conversation for dads of disability. My mission is to make a difference, to help all the dads out there in the arena every day doing their best. I'm no expert, I'm no therapist, so all opinions and perspectives offered are purely my own from my lived experience and those of my guests. On today's episode, Zero Judgment, I talk about the power of mindfulness, how not to take it personally, and share a cognitive behavioral therapy skill used to challenge any unhelpful thinking patterns. I want to talk about mindfulness. Mindfulness is something that is very popular uh, today and something that people are familiar with to a degree. Maybe you practice it, maybe you do some meditation, maybe you're very aware. If you ask someone what mindfulness is, most of the time what you'll hear is, well, it's about being present. And that is true. And there's a definition of mindfulness that I didn't fully appreciate as it relates to my challenges in raising an autistic son um, through his meltdowns and having to deal with it. And when I learned recently through cognitive behavioral therapy, uh, a a more clinical definition of mindfulness, the extra pieces other than being present is non-judgmental. To non-judgmentally be present. And having zero judgment completely changes how you experience mindfulness in the situation. Let me explain why. One of my biggest challenges was how I would personalize myself into Leo's meltdowns, into my son's meltdowns. He was having a meltdown and I didn't understand it. um, And I was trying to to manage it and, and be there to support him. I would typically put myself in that situation by saying, I can't believe he's, he's, he's upset. Why is this happening to me? What, why is he so upset? I'm over dealing with this. Be lots of words that would, what is an unhelpful cognitive thinking pattern of personalization by putting yourself into the situation. Now, my son was doing nothing other than being upset that a balloon had burst, for example, but yet his way he can't communicate that being nonverbal. So something as simple as that, I would put myself into and then go one step further by saying, I'm no good at looking after him. He always does this to me. I can't deal with these situations. I'm just complete crap at knowing what to do. I can't calm him down. I can never calm him down. All these types of words that one, personalizes it, but two, 
The other thing it does, which is also an unhelpful cognitive thought pattern, is it's, it's passing judgment on whether something is good or bad, whether my choices, my actions, my behavior was right, wrong. And so this type of thinking, um, which is very natural for people to do, is to almost this scoring of, of how I'm going or how I did, and then jumping to a personalized conclusion of it was good, it was bad. Now, the reality is a balloon breaking, not, not, none of my actions were good or bad. It's just the situation. And so I've really had to challenge myself as to how to be less judgmental of each of the challenging situations and meltdowns. One, to not put myself in it and personalize it because it's not happening to me. It's not happening to me. It's just happening. It's not because I'm there that it's happening and it's not my fault that it's happening. So again, it's depersonalizing it and then passing no judgment on the situation. So rather than scoring how well I've handled it as a dad, did I handle it well or not, or I can never do it or hopeless at doing this. That's why I can never look after him. You know, first thing in the morning, like whatever the dialogue that's going in your head, which, you know, again, people do time to time because it's natural to pass judgment on how we're doing as, as, as dads. And it's actually very unhelpful. Um, it's unhelpful because it doesn't change the situation. Um, so I want to share with you a skill that I've learned that's proven to be super effective and it's called stop. And anyone who's done cognitive behavioral therapy may be familiar with this particular skill. I say skill because it can be learned. Uh, it's something that you can practice, that you can get better at, um, and it's an acronym. So it stands for stop, which is the S, is to stop. Take a step back, which is the T. Observe the situation. And P is proceed mindfully, without judgment. Mindful, without judgment. So what that does is it does a couple of things that really used to um, really used to affect me and, and put me into a really bad headspace and it, and it really solves them quite quickly. So when you're faced with a situation that is escalating quite rapidly, you're not coping, you find yourself in the middle of a meltdown and you're in the situation. So instead of reacting, responding is by thinking to yourself, okay, stop. And maybe you even want to physically take a step back from the situation to actually help you mentally go, right, I need to take a step back. Why do you need to take a step back? Because when you observe something, if you're too close to the situation, if you're in it or you're um, touching um, your son or daughter's legs or arms or trying to restrain them, if you're in the situation, it's far harder for you to observe what's happening. Because if I'm getting um, kicked or scratched by my son who's overloaded, it feels like it's happening to me. Why is this happening to me? Now, it's just because I'm there that I happen to be, uh, you know, in the, in the line of fire, so to speak. 
um, he's not doing it to me. It's just the frustration is too much for him to be able to know how to control it, right? So the T for take a step back is super important. So once you take a step back, you can look at the situation and observe. And they say the skill to successfully observing something as it relates to this particular strategy is to view it as a police report. So if the police came to your house because there was uh, a burglary, they would write a report detailing exactly what happened, what was missing. There's no emotional attachment for them in writing that report or they attended a car accident. There's no emotional attachment to any of it. No personalization, there's no blame and there's no judgment. What they're doing is just capturing the facts. So they're writing what happened, which car, what was the, what was the situation? Was there a stop sign? Was there a red light? They're just observing the facts and they're writing a police report. So they say that that's a useful uh, visual tool, if that's how you like to think of how you should actually view a situation when you're observing it to say, well, the fact was in this particular situation that I can use as an example is uh, my son was on the trampoline, the balloon broke. He's upset because the balloon broke. It makes sense. Now that's the facts. It's very different to how I was viewing it, which is, oh my God, here we go again. Can't believe he's having another meltdown. Why is this happening to me? I wish he just, you know, could deal with it. Why, why can't he, like, this, is, this sucks. Um, you know, and all these things which are, are super unhelpful to one, sorting out the situation, but two, your own state of mind, your own mental health, because it's a very unhelpful uh, thinking pattern and it's what's called personalization. Um, and, and the judgment is, 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 is rife in that scenario. So to have zero judgment, Take a step back, observe just the facts, just keep it to the facts. If you don't, if you can't relate to the police report, another way to think about it is a photo. If you're in a helicopter and you're going over, you're going on a safari, take a photo from the helicopter. What do you see in that picture? Name it. And I see trees and I see a lion and I see a stream and I see a zebra and I see all these. What are the things that you see? Because that is the fact. So take a snapshot of the situation from your position when you've taken a step back. And all I would have seen in this scenario is my son, unhappy, balloon broke. It, it makes perfect sense. Now, I don't, I completely removed the personal uh, liability and judgment from that situation. Um, it makes sense. So then the last step is to proceed mindfully. So now that I've observed the situation, the thing I need to do is, is, is to solve it and to participate. And they say one of the best strategies to actually help um, execute when you're proceeding mindfully is to participate, um, do something, take an action, take a step, make, 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 make a difference, right? So in this situation, proceeding mindfully would be to get a replacement balloon if there's one available blow it up, hand it to him with no judgment that it's my fault, with no judgment that he should have been able to cope with that situation better. Um, and we move forward, right? Proceed mindfully, not with a, um, any self-talk about what I could have done better. 
if only I'd done this better, this wouldn't have happened because that's not proceeding mindfully without judgment. That's proceeding by giving a balloon and then it's beating yourself up by putting yourself back in a situation going, um, this is my fault because I should have been able to avoid this from happening because I shouldn't have given him a balloon in the first place because I knew this was going to happen. This always happens. And then I'm off on a very bad negative thought pattern and spiral there. So if, if this resonates with you, if you are someone that places judgment, that places yourself in situations that personalizes it, there's lots of helpful strategies that you can use. The stop skill is one of them. Um, I use it both at home. I use it at work. I use it in a professional setting. I've got a little stop um, laminated on my laptop to remind me to just stop, take a step back, observe what is happening, which detaches myself from the situation, just gets the facts and then proceeds mindfully without judgment. That is a very useful skill to me. Um, if these thought patterns are something that you do, um, as I said, it's quite common to personalize it and, and beat yourself up. And, and for myself, this always worked for me in my life, um, both professionally at school, being quite hard on myself was always a good strategy. I tended to use that as a way to, you know, be better, um, to get into the best sports team or to improve my, my marks or to produce a, an outstanding presentation at work. I would be quite hard on myself, expecting a lot, hold myself in quite high standards um, and, and kind of personalize it and, and, you know, give that all or nothing kind of thought process. Um, but what I've learned, which has been, you know, game changing for me is that when it comes to some of these thought patterns, the question you need to ask yourself is, is it helpful? Does it help the situation? Yes or no? Is it effective? Is it helpful? So when you find yourself thinking something, I can't believe I gave him a balloon i knew this was going to happen i'm one personalizing it and two it's it, it's it's not helping the situation the situation is a balloon broke fix the situation deal with the facts not the emotion depersonalize it don't pass judgment and, and and move forward um and one of the things you can do if you find yourself with these negative thought patterns or unhelpful thought patterns um, that I've learned to be effective is you, you just challenge, it's called thought challenging, where you just take that thought that you had and write, is this helpful? Does this help the situation I'm dealing with, yes or no? And the answer more than likely is no. And then all you need to do then is what is a better replacement thought? So if the thought was, I can't believe I gave him a balloon, this was always going to happen, that's unhelpful. That's not effective. A more effect, effective and helpful thought to replace it would be, he loves balloons. Balloons break from time to time. You know, I just need to know where the replacement are, the replacement balloons are. A and what is sometimes a very stressful situation in, in that experience has become a very manageable um, situation. And look, this is just my own personal experience and perspective from dealing with the challenges and the meltdowns and how I would react to it rather than to respond to it. And uh, if I could give this advice to all of you out there as dad's going through this every day, it would be to um, really just understand uh, your thinking, understand how you think about things and 
and you know let's make sure that uh, you proceed mindfully that you're present yes absolutely um, if you're more present you're more likely to be observant you're more likely to see the facts let's be less emotional um, and, and be more rational in in your response and that stop skill to stop take a step back observe and proceed mindfully i found to be you know really really effective in in helping me um learn to respond better rather than to to react emotionally um and it's it's yeah it is it's completely changed my ability um to, to keep a much more manageable uh, uh resilient mental health when it comes to to managing some of the challenges and stresses um that you don't foresee coming and so i practice it daily and something that I do, which also um, may be helpful, is to through medit through the power of meditation, which some of you may or may not have tried, is is it's 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 practicing that mindfulness skill, the practicing the skill to be present and to be non-judgmental, and that so that when I need it, when a meltdown happens, um, I I've got some skill development there, and I've got some some practiced skills that I can then deploy because the last thing you want to do is only practice it at, at the time you really need it because again it, it's, it's something that'll take a long time to get better so hopefully that's been of interest to you hopefully that's been valuable uh, welcome any feedback if you, if you liked it please please give me a good review um, any comments if you have any further questions um, send me through an email Thanks for listening to the Dadability Podcast. We'd love to hear from you. If you've got something to share, some feedback, or something that just resonated with you and you want to tell me, please drop me a line at dadabilitypodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, be present, be brave, and be kind.